The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my brother, my brother, and me. This is an election alert. Travis. Scandal. Scandals and scams here on the political front. My brother, ladies my and brother, and me gate, 2012. Electioneering. Ladies and gentlemen, all we've heard from the politicians is that they want us to rock the vote. Get out there and rock the vote. Rock the uh, vote. Rock the vote, baby. Mm-hmm. Rock the vote. And Don't tip the vote over. Yeah. Inspired by their uh, their pleas, we brothers decided to make an effort and for the first time in our adult lives, vote for a presidential candidate and we were barred yeah. from voting. I showed up Not at my polling committed. place and I was like, I'm ready to punch my ticket for mm-hmm. the campaign that you, the listener, want me to vote for. Just and they fill, said, this is a Kentucky Fries chicken, sir. Please yeah. get out. They said, this is an elementary school that is currently in session. You cannot be here. Right now, uh, barring my voting, mm-hmm. can I please have a super donut? Right. As long as I'm here at this school, not that it will in any way quelch the injustice. No. That has has quelch is quelch. Quelch is sure. Squelch. Squelch is when I think it's like the form where people eat poop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So listen, you quelch and you you queef. Here's what I'm. Time. Oh God. Here's what, what I'm. Here's what What's I'm concerned about. More than I am concerned, obviously that I don't get to participate in our nation's greatest franchise. There, there it is. Yes. That's the big one. Second big one is that Jay's told me, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking die now. I'm gonna fucking die because he offered me a what? choice and it was vote or die. Did you the, say Jay's? Jay's. It's short for Jay Z. The nation said you can't vote, Griffin. And by the nation, I mean the principal of McCluskey's Elementary School nearby. McCluskey's is what the elementary Thanks. school is called. And I can't vote, so I'm a fucking dead man now. Mm-hmm. I don't know how well, it's going to happen. Had a good run, but death is just looming around the corner. I guess Jay Z has an army of assassins. They're hiding in the in the rafters. So is it just like like P Diddy and Jay Z just like roll around town, be like, "You vote? Did you mm-hmm. vote? You didn't vote." dead no i imagine That's they have ha- people for that it's sort of like uh have you, you seen the new season of dirty? have you seen the new season of making the band yes of course in episode in so in episode two they make him get him a cheesecake from jersey and mm-hmm. they have two hours to do it and then the episode after that they go around and they kill disinterested youths <laughs> i see yeah that's what happened to biggie mm-hmm. they were like biggie did you vote and he's like only in the national elections, not on the local bond issues. And they shot him mm, for yep. that. They shot him. That's something they shot him for. He Guys, flip your fucking ballot. Vote mm-hmm. on the back. Yeah. Come on. You know there's Just, stuff back there. You think you punch, back. you go President straight. Bartlett is disappointed in you if you, you don't vote on the back, bitches. Oh, can we start our own thing? Like, there's important stuff. Like, if you go straight ticket, you're not going to get it. Can we get, like, a? can we get t-shirts with, like, flip that bitch on it? Flip that flip. bitch. Flip that bitch and vote its ass out. Mm-hmm. Jed Bartlett <laughs> hey, says, flip that bitch. I want to get into the advice because theoretically that's what this program is about. But I did want to call everybody's attention uh, to two emails that just showed up in uh, in in my my inbox as I was preparing to look at our question list for the first time. Uh, two emails back-to-back from Amazon. Uh, the first is alerting me that... Uh, my book about how to be fiscally responsible has shipped that I ordered on Friday. <laughs> Ironically, it cost $3,500. And- <laughs> <laughs> uh, the email directly after that alerts me that my uh, DVD of the complete series of Captain Power has shipped. <laughs> and it occurs, it occurs to me that that email of the book about financial solvency should just read, don't do that thing you did yeah. above. Sure. If you can keep yourself from doing that, I think you will be in good Step shape. Step one, delete Amazon. You- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Bar yourself from Amazon. This is My Brother, My Brother, Me. It's an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother. 
Justin McElroy. I'm your middleest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your sweet baby brother, Griffin McElroy. Guys, you gotta reg. You gotta reg to vote. God, literally, God is reg- the easiest fucking thing in the world. Yeah, I- yeah. You can get you can get online and reg to vote at regtovote.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, regtovote.org. Number two. Just double checking that. Number two uh, or write T O O. It's a very confusing URL. Mm-hmm. And oh then whether gosh, you God. go with uh, Barry or if you go with Mitt, mm-hmm. either way. Either way, our nation ends up a winner because of, of democracy. Or if you go uh, for some weird third-party candidate, mm-hmm. some oh, crazy, man, like... stupid fucking third-party candidate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or maybe if you just want to shoot your vote into the sun. Whatever. You know, it's up to you. I respect your stupid fucking choice. Yeah. <laughs> Do that dumbass thing you did. But if the nation I, I, fucks uh, up, it's your fucking fault, you big... If you want to write in us, this is an option. Yeah. Something you can do. If we get 5% of the vote, we get funding. So mm-hmm. That's pretty nice. That's great. I had a sign. I used. I, I, I had a sign pasted in the window of my Cutlass Sierra that just said, Bush and Gore make me want to Ralph. And that was in 19... What is it? 74. That was in the year 2000. Mm-hmm. I used to be so young and so willing to just shoot my vote into the sun. You were also a... Uh, I actually registered Green Party the first time I registered. Yeah, I registered independent, I think. Yeah, you um, you were actually a charter member of the Bob Dole Patrol, if if memory serves. Right. That was a, that was a political action group that I was in when I was 16 mm-hmm. that was devoted to the fact that Bob Dole is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was not a uh, not a lot of big changes and, that, and that, that poetically there is a nice um, there's a nice uh, uh, syllogism with Bob Dole and the word patrol. And when you put them together it sounds like a thing that you can you can really be a part of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds really good. It was syllogism like a Bob Dole street team. Syllogism may not a be a word or b be the right word for that, but it sounded like the right word to use in that scenario. So anyway, <laughs> Questions, advice, help. My boss at work has an odd way to say a passing hello, and it's confusing me. <laughs> Walk by me and say, what do you think? But not asking about anything in particular. <laughs> this happens a few times every day, and I don't know how to respond. What kind of things should I say? Should I come up with a standard response, or should I mix it up a little bit? Help me, brothers. That's from Confused and Cincinnati. Jesus so, guys. There's literally so many ways to respond to this. What do you think? My favorite being, what do you think? Yeah. Just That's... turn the mirror uh, you know, up to nature and make him go, uh, that doesn't make any sense. <sighs> exactly. Does this guy have a fucking aphasia? Like, what is <laughs> what is going on? I see. Uh, maybe he's losing weight, and so every time he sees you, he wants to know what you think of look? this slimmer silhouette. What do you think? Mm-hmm. How's this visage? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think of this this lean body? Uh, I, I guess. What can you do? That's a pretty good response, right? Yeah. Um, you gotta. Well, what do you, you think? Know. What can you do? No, I think you gotta randomly pick an adjective that you can give to him as a response, like "Oh, pretty wet." Or something like See, that. See, I was know? gonna say a noun, and you could just be like potatoes. Well, that doesn't make sense because when maybe he's asking, <laughs> "What do you think we're gonna have for lunch?" Okay, potatoes. but he would say that I think. <laughs> no, like what do you think? Like someone that just like maybe there's someone that always sees your boss before you that mm-hmm. says like, "Do you guys want to go out after work?" And then the boss is saying, "Let you think about it." But you were not part of the A part of the conversation. Okay. And so he dips your head. And then your response to what should we eat for lunch is potatoes. Potatoes. <laughs> well, with, with, mash them, boil them, stick them in the stew. I don't know. Travis is a bore. Mm-hmm. So it it's good. <laughs> Grubs? That works out. Mm-hmm. Grubs? Uh, <laughs> Travis is Timon and I'm Pumbaa. And we have a comedy podcast. It's called Timon and Pumbaa. Hey, and uh, not Griffin. And not because he's not down with bugs. Um, hey, what? Are, what? Maybe that's a good response. What do you think, Hakuna Matata? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Maybe is an option. Um, Hakuna Matata. You should. Okay, here's what you do. What do you think? If it's Wednesday, you say Hump Day. Yeah. Ooh. And then if it's Monday, you say Pump Day. Tuesday's Jump Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thursday's dump day. Then there's Friday's day. Friday. 
and Friday Sump Day, right? Obviously. So you just kind of really keep them off. <laughs> it this to me seems like the the aesthetic ideal, like the the culmination of all sort of uh, insubstantial office phrases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like right. all of the things. Like I guess it's Monday, and looking forward to the weekend. Like I feel like this is. <laughs> He is he has boiled it down into a single freight like he seems like the master of of officeology. Hey, have you guys ever heard of Dilbert? Yeah, like <laughs> the only response that is appropriate to this is like a like a, a prolonged atonal shout. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it'll come to. This is what office conversations devolved into. Like <laughs> Yeah, this really is the next step before just like <laughs> just, just slapping each other. In the face. Yeah. Here's an hey, idea. Hey, I got here. Here, let me hit you with this oh. confusing Cincinnati. How's this grab you? How long do you have? Oh man, that sounds good, Ooh. right? What do you think? How long do you have? And then you go about your merry way. Yeah, because he doesn't want to fuck with that. He's yeah. another. He is, idea. he is dueling with you. As soon as he sets you up to see, like, can you say something even more inane than the thing that I just said? Mm-hmm. And then he says. Oh, well, me, I've got all day. And then you just stand in the hallway and stare at each other. <laughs> and then that's your whole uh, why, why don't you, Why don't you carry around in your pocket a magic eight ball? Okay. And every time you ask, shake it and be like, ah, ask again later. Think about it. Think about it. Why don't you just say, why don't you say hello, you creepy fuck, instead <laughs> of the thing that you just, why don't you talk why don't, to me? Why don't you quit your Listen, job? I'm not some. Job. I'm not a cog in this, this <laughs> office machine. I'm a human fucking being. I was born like you were born, and and I, I except I was born in a bathtub, and the, the listen. I'm gonna die one day. I have dead friends and relatives. We've all shared the same pain and heartache. We're all just trying to get by. Just fucking talk to me like a like a human being. Well, here's my question about this. Is there any difference between, like, what do you think and, like, hey, how's it going? What's up? How you doing? Like, the answer doesn't fucking matter because nobody really wants the answer to the question. You know, because if they did, they'd stop and be like, hey, are you doing all right? How's it going? What's up? It's always said in passing. What do you think? It's just a string of words that sounds in some way pleasant but noncommittal. And it's hard because, you know, people give me a hard time for doing everything in my power to try to ignore the fact that people are around me mm-hmm. or to try to keep from acknowledging people's presence. But I'm just trying to avoid conversations like this. Yeah, Like, I, we have nothing to say to each other usually. That's, I'd rather have this than somebody that just goes, hey, as they pass just, you and you're like, are you, are you just acknowledging the fact that I exist? Thank, can we just all high you? five? You know, like, hey, up top. Wordlessly, emotionlessly high five. Just yeah, exactly like cursory, perfunctory, professional. You don't have advice. to make it an event every time. Just like right. you're walking by, boom, and then maybe like they did a really great job in the account, and you're like, hey, down low, you know, down low, too slow. You make it count, Sorry, boss. Ah, oh, Griffin, I could never work in a fucking office, man. It's oh god. I would be the weirdest dude at the office. At this point now, my, like, I used to work in, uh, when I worked in newspapers, I would work in offices, and I managed to, like, keep a fucking leash on whatever my situation is, but now that I've been working at home for this oh, long, God. I would, li- oh, my I would be God. so I would high be the guy in, If somebody walked up to the- me and said, like, what do you think? I'd be like, just please, no, please, no, please. <laughs> I would be that guy who stacks up books around his cubicle so you can't see what he's doing, like... I would be the weird hermit in the corner. Mm. See, I work I work in an office, but it's a theater office, and so like if I were to transition to like a real adult place, then they probably wouldn't approve of my mind and my friends' games of like flipping people off during meetings as long as nobody noticed and like me sitting in my cubicle and converting Nerf guns into steampunk weaponry. Like we used to ha- we used to have a game like that when I worked at Best Buy. Where uh, my friend Stevo, who asked people to call him Stevo, it wasn't a nickname. Um, my friend Stevo would, uh, when, whenever a boss was had their back turned to us, he would flip him off, and he would always say he was giving them a quote cold one right between the shoulder blades. <laughs> That's how he would describe it. Did you see that? 
I just gave Deborah a cold one between the shoulder blades. <laughs> like, yeah, you got her against Devo, I, I guess. Um, I guess. How about a Yahoo? Yeah. This one was sent in by Jack Mack. Thanks, Jack. Hi, Mack. if you're listening, Steve O. Hey. Uh, he's not. He's dead. Um, <laughs> thanks, Jack Mack. Yeah, this one was asked by Yahoo Answers user Natalie, who asks What's the point of drinking so much water if you're just going to pee it all out? Thank mm-hmm. you. I'll drink four water years. bottles a day because I hear about how important it is to drink lots of water. And then I have to pee all the time? What's the point? It comes right out like 20 men after I drink it. No, but really. Okay, seriously, though. Yeah. Why is my... Okay, listen. I know this seems like a crazy question, but... Let's science this out, you guys. Why is why is science telling me to drink eight glasses of water if I'm just going to be it? My body doesn't if my body's not it, you guys. Yeah. yeah, my body's not using that liquid, that's true. right? That is true. When That's true, because whenever you pee, your pee is... And I don't want to get gross... But it is just the exact fluids that you put in your mouth exactly. that went through your body like a silly straw, and then it comes out. That's like sometimes you drink a lot of Coke, and then you pee, and it's just Coke, mm-hmm. you know? Or when you drink right. a lot of ecto-coolers, mm-hmm. and it's just straight ecto-coolers. Tribe, you guys. shouldn't be drinking. Sorry. They stopped making ecto-coolers in, like, 1985. <laughs> you shouldn't be drinking those. It doesn't go bad, Griffin. Um, It's it already goes- green. What's going to happen It doesn't it? go bad. It goes spooky. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh, it's thick like mood slime. Yeah, that's... Also, I sleep 18 hours a day. Okay. Um, <laughs> Not on purpose. No, this is, in, this is important. <laughs> See, guys, the water, like, the water, like, catches all the stuff that's in you that's bad, and then it takes mm-hmm. it out of your body. And then that's... Okay, okay compare so it's it like to a, the movie Osmosis Jones. Okay. What does it do? Osmosis Jones. So you got, uh, you got, uh, <laughs> uh, fucking Chris Rock, and he's uh-huh. Osmosis Jones. And then you have the big pill guy that's played by David Hyde Pierce? Yep. And he's in yep. there, and they're fighting, okay? And they're fighting all the guys. But what if instead of those two, there was a bunch of water? And we'll say that uh-huh. the water is played by... Mm, God, I just can't think of a funny actor off the top of my head. John Hamm. <laughs> Medea. It's played by Medea, the actor. <laughs> Imagine that movie. It was six minutes long, because that's how long it takes for blood <laughs> to go through your body. Uh-huh. Right. And it's Chris Rock is there and he's speaking like Chris Rock like I can't. And uh, <laughs> just give it a try. Without, give it a try. Without alienating our listeners. Uh he's uh, so Chris Rock is there, he says I'm Osmosis Jones and so he's there and <laughs> Hello, he's fighting everyone. the crime. And then all of a sudden the movie's over because a, a, a flood hits them, <laughs> like sort of like deep impact, and everyone mm-hmm. dies. But then it's good that they're dead because they're they're poisonous bacteria. Osmosis Jones is just the story of the day Bill Murray forgot to drink water. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's all that happens. Hey, did you guys remember they're in Bill Murray's body? Mm-hmm. They totally were. Would it be great? I would love to see a remake of Osmosis Jones that took place in Travis's body. It would be like <laughs> fucking Dante's Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, don't, don't you guys think? Did you guys ever watch Slim Good Body? Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. the picture. Of the, <laughs> wouldn't it be awesome if just once? You could see like an awesome dookie. <laughs> Side of, good money. Yeah, like one ribbled. <laughs> You're saying like if you could look through Slim Goodbody and see a poop forming one scene, episode, best. like a deleted scene somewhere where he's like eyes oh, like <laughs> a bunch of corned beef. <laughs> <laughs> I got a kid fit. Packing and a, go shit. I'm packing Excuse a solid. Me, everyone. I'm packing a solid bolus in here. This is gonna turn into. <laughs> Hey, as Slim, is that a balloon full of heroin inside <laughs> you? Did you in, did you ingest that? Um, That's horrifying. Let's let's get real. Let's get real. Okay. Let's drop uh, the stigma and let's just get real science in this. Okay. Okay. Finally, it feels great when you pee and you look at the pee and it's totally clear. You feel mm-hmm. like you're doing such a great job keeping yourself healthy. You feel like you just did 100 sit-ups cuz you you know that you're drinking. Your drink game is right. Yeah. Right. I think that is its own reward. Sure. Cuz it's like, you know, potty training and then you go to the big show and mm. you really step it up. Yeah. Gold medal. There's a lot of internal processes that you don't know about. Do you guys ever get it's like nine o'clock? Uh, at night and you feel uh-huh. like dog shit and you realize yep. it's because you literally haven't drank a, a drop of water all day. 
Yeah. That happens I to me. I keep a bottle happens just to pumping. Me. I'll look down and I'll see like, oh, there's a glass, a empty glass of wine and a, a beer and two empty Diet Sunkiss cans. It's like, ah, fuck. Like, that's all I drank today? Then you'll pee in them. Why would you, why would you fucking do that, Travis? Because <laughs> they're right there. <laughs> he doesn't have to pee. He's not drinking any water. Where are you listening? You can still pee with wine. It's just red. You don't know okay. what you're fucking talking about. What are you You're not a scientist about? like Griffin. Those, I got, did you miss when I said it's time to get real science? No. And you were, like, I, love you were like, I want to get weird science. Let's get Kim Cattrall <laughs> up in here. Was she not? I think you could. I love the after movie pee. That's always such a good one. Like when you really. I mean, it is essential. I think that there are some movies that I actually remember more fondly mm-hmm. because of the awesome awesome pee i had afterwards i am incapable. but at the same time there's nothing worse than like the the revolt that happens in your body when you're like in the i remember i was watching captain america in theaters and like an hour <laughs> in all i had to do was pee and i was so mad at my body you gotta go you gotta go or else you'll you'll make it to the end of the movie and your friends will be like what did you think you'll be like i fucking hated it i was so stressed <laughs> out the whole time and now i have liver problems yeah, it makes the fight. It makes the fight fights a lot more cl- climactic. Just beat him. Um, just beat the red skull. Just hit him. I actually just shoot him with a gun or something. Jesus. I am incapable of uh, making it through a whole movie without peeing, which I should probably talk Me to a doctor too. about. I, it's mostly because I watch movies at the draft house, and so I'm constantly drinking while I'm watching the movie, and then that stuff just goes right through me. So I've actually gotten very good at identifying the moment in a movie where it's like, oh, here comes some exposition. I can go. I have a minute and a half. I'll run. Oh. I don't want to turn into an app, but you guys know there's an app for that, right? Wait, really? What? Yeah, it's called Run P, uh, and I use it in every movie, and it tells you when to go P, and then kidding? it gives you a timer for how long you can go, and then it tells you what you missed. Are you so you kidding? can read it while you're peeing. That's fucking brilliant. It's free. Yeah, it's called. I Run would P. use that you as just... a re- like a. a a review for the film because if it tells me like oh there's a good like 45 minutes there where you can just go you can pee you could read a magazine really indulge yourself then i will know that that the director is just wasting my time my dad when we go i go to the movie sometimes with dad and when i get back he'll try to fill me in on what i miss like oh no don't worry i got this. <laughs> no need no i i timed mine uh, thanks daddy but i just peed on my iphone <laughs> daddy yeah that's the other thing about it is it has a it has a, a receptacle for you. Just to yeah. make sure that, like, all your, your chemicals are balanced and you're getting the right amount of nutrients. Daddy, I'm sorry I made a whoopsie on my iPhone. Please don't <laughs> please don't talk in the theater. But I really enjoyed Road to Perdition. Mm-hmm. Thank you for, bringing, Thank you me for bringing me to this movie in 1988, Daddy. <laughs> sorry I peed on the iPhone. Oh, my God. This iPhone's for the future. <laughs> I'm going to make a million dollars. Hey, <laughs> why did I pee on my futuristic iPhone? Every year, I go to at least seven or eight concerts with various friends. Most of them pay me back for the tickets I buy in advance. The trouble is the small group of friends, I particularly have trouble with some of them, the ladies, pay me back for their share of the tickets. These aren't date scenarios, more like platonic outings between members of the opposite gender who are interested in similar music. My question is, how do I get my female friends to cough up the cash or if they won't, should I just exclude them from any future outings and risk possibly losing concert buddies? That's from Cash Drop in California. I don't think gender- Travis, I'm going to go ahead and ask that you not chime in on this. <laughs> no, I was going to give real life advice. This is real. Okay. This is solid. Straight talk. Okay. Travis has seen how the other half lives. This is my advice. I think that you need to operate like a money lending organization. And that if someone establishes good credit and they pay you back for the things, then you can extend to them a line of credit in the future. But once this has failed to occur, you need to get Break the money up front. Break their fucking hands. Tickets. No, you need to get the oh, money up front. Sorry. And if they want to go to the concert, you say, okay, great. It's going to be $25. And then you get that and say, great, I'll go order the tickets right now. Yeah, gender has absolutely no role in this. It, regardless of the gender of your friend, if, they, if you buy them something with the understanding they'll pay you back and they don't pay you back, don't fucking buy him any more things. Yep. Next question. I'm horrible at this. Like, I, I, I know that I am a terrible uh, offender in this. That someone, especially if it's someone else's idea to do the concert, and they're like, do you want to come? I'm like, yeah, I guess so. I feel like I, I'm terrible about it, and I don't defend it. But I, I feel less obligation to pay them back quickly than if it was my idea to go. Mm-hmm. 
That's awful, right? Yeah, that's pretty yeah. bad. Yeah, I know. that's bad. I'm a terrible person. No, seriously, there is no, there is no, there's no middle ground. You can either stop buying them shit or and like deal with the fact that they're not going to go with you, or you can pay for their company. And at that point, it's basically prostitution. Yeah, unless, unless it's yeah, a barter it, system th- that makes them a courtesan. Yeah, unless basically. it's like I get this concert, you get the next one, and that's like established. But that's not that what's up. Out well. It's like, yeah. but I'll that's get, not what's up. You're inventing. I'll get that. Eight. I know, but I'm saying like maybe that's the way to go. If this person, you know, if they want to go to the concert but they don't have the thirty dollars to pay for the ticket, then you say like, okay, well, you get the next one. Or they you just know, don't maybe, get to go to the con. I don't want to see a bunch of fucking poor people when I'm trying to watch <laughs> the Fleet Foxes. Except they look like poor people. It's really hard to tell. The, Fleet <laughs> the only poor people I want to see are the ones that are in. Cloud cult. Other than mm-hmm. that, if you're like in the audience, you should look. You should have wine. Hide your basically. eyes. Hide your eyes, please. Your poor eyes. I was trying to think of the people. The magnetic zeros. Oh, that would they be all look. Fuck. Oh my god. Okay, Griffin, can you edit in there when I said cloud? I'll cult. do you can one you better. In... I will just edit in the name of a much much cooler band. Okay. All right. Yeah. You know, I was I was reading through Seventeen magazine um, advice like I do. And there's a question in there in which some they have a section where people can write into the website and then get it like crowdsource answered. God, Why are you God pimping knows. other? other oh, because it's shows. bullshit. So okay. then the question that the young lady had asked was, "I'm going to a hipster concert, but I don't have any hipster clothes. Mm. What can I do to dress hipster with the clothes that I have? And how does one act hipster at a hipster concert?" Okay. And I think my favorite thing about it was that the word hipster was used 12 different times in 12 different ways. Um, hipster doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah, it In doesn't. case anybody was curious. Justin, Justin and his friends anything. used to think that I was a hipster because I liked Arcade Fire. But guess what? They won a fucking Grammy. So that's... So guess who's... Guess who's... Well, I don't understand your point. It's... It's, I don't, it's like... I don't know. It seems like you... you it seems like you'd be like, you're a hipster because you listen to Neil Young... Like, yep, sure do. Whoopi Goldberg won a Grammy. Like, what are you saying? <laughs> I'm saying, but it means nothing. That's precisely what I'm saying. It, he, they are in the same class as Whoopi Goddamn Goldberg, and there's nothing hip about what. There hasn't been anything hip about Whoopi Goldberg since fucking Sister Act Two. God, that was a good fuck flip, yeah. It was. Oof. I mean, she had Oof. a cameo in the Little Rascals movie. That was pretty. She good. was looking good in Sister Act Two. She is a woman. That's all I'll say. Man, and I, I love can't. when she played the goalie in Mighty Ducks. A few weeks ago, hold one on. of the guys in my door. Hold the fucking phone. <laughs> oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I was just saying when I could drop that one and then move on. I was trying to. Travis, Thank Griffin you, wouldn't let it stay. I'm going to give you 15 seconds to either apologize or explain. Wait, I can explain okay. it. Okay. Because the goalie in Mighty Ducks is named Goldberg. Thank you. That's all Travis's brain has. It's like it's not a like reptilian instinct at this point. Yeah, it's got to jump from one ledge to the next so quickly that I can't even keep up <laughs> it just with it. Has no time. It can't stop to to survey the comedy scenery. Listen, the, like, ground the ground is lava. Is, I can't right. even stop. I just got to keep moving. Travis is like Pippi Longstocking, avoiding the black tiles in his kitchen. Oh, He's just Jesus. leaping moment to moment. You stopped. I was trying to drive the train on. I was throwing a vine across the ravine so he could swing on, and you were just snipping it from above. <laughs> Thank you, like Dustin. in like in Donkey Kong Junior. <laughs> hey, a few weeks ago, one of the guys in my dorm asked me out. I said no. I'm not looking for a relationship right now, especially not with him. After I friend zoned him, he began following me. I go to the cafeteria, he comes too. He bought a WoW subscription after he saw that I had one. He texted me five times in an hour while I was at an indie games festival, asking me where I was, and when he found me, he followed me for the rest of the day. My doormates have informed me he comes to our room and asks where I am more than a few times a week. I'm seriously freaked out by him. What should I do? That's from OMG, leave me alone. Fuck. Well, he's baby ducked you. He did. <laughs> yeah, you've been baby ducked. I'm sorry. When you say it, it, 
this is potentially felonious what this man is doing, but when you describe it that way, it's almost adorable. <laughs> yeah, right. he's imprinted on you. Mm-hmm. You sound like the sort of person who is probably too nice to lay down the law in the way it needs to be laid down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to not be ambiguous or too kind about this. You need to shut it down. You need a full-blown justified, this kid. Yes, you need to go Oliphant on this fool. And, and, and you can't worry about this person's feelings because they don't care enough about your feelings to not take you to skeeved out town. Yep. Like, you've got to really shut it down. Zoned, like, the the friend zone is like the polite penalty box. You know what I mean? You're not out of the game. You haven't been thrown out. I thought but, we I thought we weren't going to use that term anymore because it's fucking stupid. If you decide to be friends with someone who has asked you on a date and you said no and they've shown – like you're saying no, but I do want to be friends with you. Guess what? You don't want to be friends with this person. That's the thing, right? And that's why the friend zone is so uh, – is erroneous as an idea. I mean either you're friends with somebody or you're in a relationship with somebody – you want neither from this person. You want them to be in the. You don't want to put them in the friend zone. You want to put them in the phantom zone. <laughs> you want. The, <laughs> you want them gone for good. Um, uh, oh, I think you just need to be straight up with this dude and be like, "Hey, um, listen, you're, you're skeeving me out, and I think that we need to not speak again." Just straight up tell him, "Hey, I know that what you think you're doing is super charming, but do you know how?" No love story has ever started, never, not ever, this thing you're doing. This yeah. is it. That has never happened. This, you know, Hey, did you ever see that scene in The Notebook where the guy did this thing that you're doing to me? Oh, you didn't because it was deleted. Oh, it wasn't deleted? It was never filmed because it's fucking skeevy? Skeevy Nicks? You know Why don't you just call him Skeevy Nicks to his fucking face from now? Back off, Skeevy Nicks. Yeah. Skeevy Martin, get out of here. Skeeve Martin, you guys, uh, you know whose fault this is, right? The fault John for Cusack. this. Yeah. Thank you, Travis. Yes, you take the take the 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 boombox scene, the perennial the the perennial symbol of unrequited love for our generation. You take out in your eyes and you replace it with like O Fortuna or some mm-hmm. shit, and and it's and th- th- he's a stalker. Yeah. There's that one he, of yes, there's one of two circumstances going on here. He thinks he's being incredibly charming and has no like point of reference for the fact that he is actually, you know, creeping on you and being a stalker or two, he is stalking you and has some serious problems. Either way, you need to ditch this fool. Yeah, and, you need to shut it you need to tell him directly and you need to start taking um steps to like you really need to extricate yourself from the situation this is not healthy and it's not whether or not this guy's like a complete and total weird beard or just like a misdirected youth like you need to be very direct in the situation mm-hmm. and and take steps to to because clearly this person does not pick up subtle cues no right that that's it i mean they don't pick up subtle cues you have to be direct shut it down Hey, do you guys Shut ever, it down. Do you guys ever think about that scene from Say Anything and think about how well he threaded the needle? Because mm-hmm. there's literally no other song that he could have played that would have made that <laughs> scenario swing the way that it did. Swing in his favor. Yeah, yeah it's pretty... If he had, I'm trying to if think he had busted out like would have If he had busted out like Tarzan Boy... <laughs> oh, man. Do you think that... Uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. If someone's blaring Tarzan Boy from a boombox... I may not get into a serious relationship with him, but we are going to go have a party. Yeah, sure. We are going to go party together. That's like a jungle rhythm. You can't. You really you can't, can't deny yourself it. No. when you hear it. You can't deny him in that. Did you know on Spotify there's a, a six and a half minute version of Jungle Boy that was on the official uh, LP? The Jungle Tarzan Boy. Was Boy? On. It's called Tarzan Boy Summer Edition, and it's six and a half minutes long. So. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That's enough to, uh, that's enough to, I mean, you can just put it on repeat, and then, let me think, let me do the math real quick, 10 times in an hour, 24 hours, so you could listen to it 240 times, and then that's your whole day. And on, like, the 239th time, you've won our heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just camp out there, brother. Yeah. Yeah. God, guys, can everybody just stop? Can we stop following people and 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 thinking that this is, like, 
this is a message to to every man who has bought into the the Cusack lie. Okay, following a woman around incessantly is not going to win them over. It's not how you it works. You are not going to melt their hearts. It's not how it works. Here's how it works. You ready? Hey, you seem fun. You want to go on a date sometime? No. Okay. Cool. Later. Talk to you never. It's not like I, I had a big conversation with a friend of mine yesterday where he was saying that there was this girl that was interested in him and he didn't know how to like let her down. And I said, just tell her you're not interested. And he said, well, I did that. And she asked me why not and got in this big discussion. Hey, everyone, if someone says they're not interested in you, no Don't. good comes they're from not. trying to convince it's, when them. you say that you're Dunzo. gonna when you say that you're like you responded that by saying that you're gonna whittle them down it makes you sound like john wayne fucking gacy yeah <laughs> and at the very best i mean the very best you break this person's spirit and you spend the rest of the relationship with them kowtowing to them and like working your ass off to try not to upset them because of how hard you worked at it it's like a terrible it, you are it, it stop it every guy Girls, I don't think are women. Are, I don't think are as bad. About I would this, say it's probably uh, ninety ten. The split ninety ten probably, <laughs> because women have like self respect. Yes. yes. So if someone says I'm not interested in you, say to yourself in your head, "All right, I then it's probably time to move on and find someone that is interested in me." And uh, and with this horse, this this friend zone horse shit. If you want to be friends with a woman, be friends with them. Yes. If you want to be in a relationship with them, ask them to go on a date with you. Don't. Start a friendship with someone under the under the completely misguided assumption that you're going to say something during your friendship where they'll realize you've been there all along. You know, my hey, friend you know who else has been there all along? Fucking a stalker. My friend Stop yesterday it. said to me, I he was talking about how he was not uh, physically or romantically interested in this woman, and he said, but you know, I am emotionally. I could see it working. I said, that's called friendship. Like, yeah. if yes. you are emotionally connected to someone, but there is not a physical or romantic attra- attachment, that's called friendship, you guys. Yes, of course it, the person feels special. They're your friend. They're your friend. And if they're not attracted to you, and and you, you like, pursue them, hoping to melt the, the iceberg of repulsion that they feel towards you, you, that ends up with you wasting your valuable time. You, your, your youth... Stop it. And I can say this Move because on. I did that in college. Everyone's done that. There's been someone that they felt will know. You think I've ever had a God among men. You think I've ever had a problem getting the stick wet? <laughs> okay. All right. You think it, let's I, let's cut. Come on, let's get real. Hey, listen. I'm getting your dick wet. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Before we make our awkward transition in the money zone, I just want to say you can disavow everything we just said if it's true love. Griffin. Well, of no, course, hold if on. it's true Seriously, love. If it's true love, you got work for it. Griffin. Griffin. <laughs> it's that, that kind of statement that undoes all of the good yeah. that we've hey, done. Maybe guys. it's true love. Maybe maybe she's the 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 canvas on which you'll paint your masterpiece. Yeah, your love you know? masterpiece. It's really hard to say. Um, but but if it's if it, you can listen to us for matters of the brain, but when it comes to matters of the heart, <laughs> it's got to take precedent. So like, if you just got to. <laughs> Griffin, <laughs> and then Griffin poisons the well. Money zone. <laughs> I don't. I paid the rights to to Baltimore <laughs> to bust out Tarzan Boy. There, it, it was a fair use. Uh, under the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. You know, getting the girl is only half the trick. The other half is keeping her. And how do you keep the fire alive in the bedroom, mm-hmm. you ask? You well, chain them to ask, the wall. Let's pretend. Well, that's an option, Travis. With the extremerestraints.com, it is, a, it is your one-stop super shop for pop tops and... Fifty Shades of Grey related items. They got that now. Did you know that? Yeah. Items inspired by Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm-hmm. Hey, this looks like a crazy book. Yeah. I'm looking at the things. That is, uh, this seems like kind of a crazy book. One of the items inspired by Fifty Shades of Grey is the book Fifty Shades of Grey, which you see that and you're like, well, yes. But what you don't know is that it feels good to spank with. 
It's got a knife. You put your dick inside the book. It's got this carved out hole in the middle. Put your dick between the papyrus and just rub on it. You're going to love the way this book feels. All the pages are made out of puff plus with lotion and it feels lovely in there. Uh, you you got they've got some uh, Thai jelly anal beads. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably keep all butt related beads to American produced products. Sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that I would go to Thailand for things. To no, because you put five in and four come out, and then all of a sudden that's your whole day. Your whole day's about that now. And you should also <laughs> you should also probably get a special drawer for that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't want to mix it up and with your other beads. if you have kids, please make it a high drawer. Please. <laughs> they don't need to see it. Put some kind of child safety lock on it. I'm looking at a gentleman wearing uh, elbow-length latex gloves. That's an option. And actually, in this picture, he's flipping me off, so I don't know where I went wrong. No, no, no. You don't <laughs> Seems... understand. That finger has a purpose. Oh. It's going somewhere. It's going somewhere wonderful. They've got a water bottle douche kit here, which is ironic because I think everyone carrying a water bottle around is kind of a douche. <laughs> we make, hey, we get, we get it, okay, we get. We it. have a good time here on my brother, my brother and me. But these these sex aids, by which I mean the things that help you have sex, they're they're valuable. They're they're precious treasures, and they're gonna shake things up in a way that you don't even understand right now. You're scared of them. You might be scared. Just make take the leap. You know who else was scared? Christopher Columbus, and he discovered America. Oh, my God. Um, discover your America mm-hmm. of fucking at extremist. You may think com. that you're going to India, but what's that? It's your asshole, and it's blown out. <laughs> you should have trained it you before, actually. Super blew out. You super blew out. Yeah, you got to train it with these special... <laughs> Gauged butt plugs. You're gonna love the way it feels. It's you're gonna like the way you look. I guarantee. I, you may be looking for for spices, for exotic spices. Instead, what you're gonna find is that things happen when things rub up against your prostate. Back mm-hmm. to you guys. Uh, so go to extremechase.com and you can use the coupon code Middleist. And you'll save 20%. You could save 20% on the forced orgasm tower, which what? is what I call my dorm. Like, for uh, real, you guys, I know that we've been doing ExtremeRestraints.com promos for the last couple of weeks now. So maybe it's turning into, like, white noise when you get to the money zone. I'm telling you, if you haven't gone yet, if you haven't checked it out, there is something there for you. And maybe two things there for you. And maybe some weird things there for you. But not. <laughs> it's only weird to us. Because we're total missionary-style prudes. <laughs> right. Baptist household prudos. Uh, hey, hey, I recently... Yahoo? Uh, Griffin, I was going to ask you for a Yahoo. No, you were going to read another question because you're trying to... Fuck you're you! You're trying to fucking bogart the show with your normies. Guys! Read both at the same time. Here we go. Uh, this okay. Yahoo answer was sent I in. recently found out what... We're was, not really doing this. It I was, was sent in by Krista Whalen. <laughs> Thanks, Krista. You know it's good. That's like the Nintendo seal of quality. Uh, it's by Yahoo Answers user Chris, who asks, what is the hole on the penis called? Travis, do you? I do know. Do you really? I mean, it's the urethra. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Nope. It's not called. The urethra is the tube the that connects the penis tube. hole to the piss bag. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, the hole in the tip of the penis. Is the tip hole. Is called the dip. Debt ceiling <laughs> is your is your penis now? No, it's technically called the debt ceiling. That's why they're always talking about raising that, the debt ceiling. Right. That's why it was such yeah, a kerfuffle. It is. It, and that's a why it was such racy. a hot button issue. Now that right. is uh, sort of the colloquial name. If we want to know the, because I I took well, I took one anatomy class in high school that I did not do very well in. Uh, no. The scientific name for uh, like scientists, what they refer to it is the front anus. <laughs> the uh-huh. front anus. Yeah. Uh-huh. Interesting. I always thought it was the maw. Is it not the maw? Uh, well, it mm-hmm. can uh, if you have the the special mutation that turns it uh, sentient. Then that mm-hmm. is technically mm-hmm. what it's called. Hey, I've always just called mine had... Big Mouth Billy Bass. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Good. Good. Hey. If you at home have ever uh, uh, made your penis hole like a mouth mm-hmm. and used it to talk to yourself, go ahead and write into the show and let us know. Yeah. 
And then apply to work at Puppetry of the Penis because you're well on your way. Mm -hmm. Don't let me feel so alone anymore. For a long time, that's what I hoped Puppetry of the Penis was. That it wasn't like, look, I turned my dick into Loch Ness Monster or something. That it was like Sesame Street with dicks. To so hold on. They, so wait. They manipulated the urethral opening mm-hmm. into, so it looks like mouths, and then they did, sang like show tunes and shit, like Sin in the Clowns? They did, well, I, in my mind, they were doing songs mostly from Little Shop of Horrors. Okay. It was like, feed me. Yeah. Well, don't feed him. No. God, no. <laughs> Unless you go to ExtremeRestraints.com. Okay. Okay. <laughs> It's called the meat. There's a whole weird Chuck Palahniuk book about that, by the way. Hey, guys. What's it called? It's called the meat. I don't know what it's called. I read a section of it in Playboy once where he was, like, putting wax shit into his (laughs) penis. No, Travis, I mean, what the whole is Go ahead, Griffin. Uh, It's just called Hole. (laughs) Okay. No, it's called called Metus. M-E-A-T-U-S. Wasn't that the nerdy friend on Boy Meets Uh World? He'd be like, Midas, can we copy your Spanish homework? <laughs> Wait, why is it a sandworm? If you look into it, it's like staring into the mouth of Cthulhu. Um, man, we did not get as much mileage out of that question as I would have hoped. So here's my question. No. I want to ask you guys on the show. because Hopefully. So the hole at the tip is called the Midas, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. What's the other hole called? The one that's going in sideways. Oh, Justin. Yeah, it's about an inch below that one, and, and there, it's like a sideways hole that goes through mm-hmm. to the other. What's that? So the, you know how you you know how when you pee, it comes out three ways. Sure. Yeah. What is like a glaive? What is the hole? Like a glaive. What is the other hole called? Um, it's called. Oh, okay. I believe that's a Prince Albert. Travis, it's time that we that we tell Justin. Yes. Uh, tell me about, what about um, the thing from our childhood? Uh huh. Mm, I don't remember anything from our childhood. No, it's you blocked it out. It was uh, it was before you were born, and okay. There, well, no, I guess it had to be after you were born because it would be hard to get really get in there, in vitro. Sure, sure, sure. But something happened to your penis that was really funny. What was it? Uh, it, I, it was really funny. It was like um, they were doing the, so they were doing the circumcision. They were brissing you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And let's just say that a crazy man ran into the room and stabbed your dick. <laughs> it had nothing oh. to do with the briss. It was just that your dick was already. Your out. dick was on the table. Um. And a crazy man just ran into the room. He's like, what are you? Yeah, like, Baba Booey, Baba, Baba Booey. And then he's like, hey, you brissin'? And then he pulled out an ice pick and he stabbed stabbed your baby dick. Mm-hmm. Man, I hope. I, I, hope. I will say this, though. The laughter was deafening. Like, everyone got it right away. Yeah, yeah. Like, when he planted it firmly into the table and it was, in, mm-hmm. it was like, a, inside your baby dick. Like, mm-hmm. this ice pick was, like, inside your baby dick, just, like, grinding. <laughs> and away. it was kind of doing that, like, warm, 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 yeah. you know, when something vibrates after you stab it in the table. I don't remember any of yeah. that. Well, no, you are a baby. And then the nurse was, like, re- you know, fighting tears of laughter, like, we got to do something or this kid's going to lose his dick. And <laughs> Tell me at least tell me at least our parents friend-zoned the guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were, like, hey, okay. you, can't, That's you can't come over here anymore. Now, here's my question. I think the obvious question. Yeah. Why, why did they tell you and not me? Oh, we laughed about it for days. Yeah, yeah. I, you weren't alive. You weren't alive. I, you weren't when alive. When I think about this crazy stranger running into the room and stabbing you, you're so vulnerable. <laughs> just stabbing your baby dick right through oh. it, like it, it, uh, it's Chuckle City, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Oh God, it, it never funny. gets old either. You know, I don't understand. What, How could what he do don't that? you understand? Why would he do that to me? It was hilarious. Because it, it was Gallagher. <laughs> oh, do you remember okay. when Gallagher remember Gallagher was really? I do remember. It, when it was before okay. he discovered was like his watermelon thing, and he was trying to mm. look for, <laughs> and he would show up at hospitals, and parents would be like, "Fuck!" 
And then he'd be like, hey, hey, time to stab some baby dicks. And then he would just do it. He would do like three or four in one go because he was a busy guy. And so like he wanted to get as much mileage out of each hospital visit. Mm-hmm. But he was workshopping. I mean, you can't blame He the was workshopping. Don't heckle. Yeah. He was trying this to work makes, out a bit. Mm-hmm. This actually makes a lot of sense because I've never found Gallagher very funny. Yeah. And I've always wondered, wondered why. Yeah, it was, mm-hmm. you have a deep-seated why. memory of when Gallagher came through and definitely stabbed you in the dick. This is not libel because it's true. No <laughs> doubt about it, folks. It ain't libel if it's true. That's what Muhammad Ali said. Hey, I recently found what I thought was a really cool, unique watch and immediately bought it. Uh, I think it fits my style and personality. But the first three friends I showed it to had slightly negative reactions to it and didn't understand what was so excited about. Should I shrug it off or should I take this as a cue to reevaluate my choice of fashion? I still like the watch, but it seems I'm the only one. That's from Fearful of Fashion Faux Pas. Here's a link to the watch. I'm not going to click it. I'm I'm not going to click it before I give this advice. This is what your watch should look like. A round face with either a leather or steel. The strap doesn't fucking matter as long as it's not goofy. And then there's 12 numbers on it. And there's two hands that go around and tell you what the time is on the watch. That's fashion point number one. If it's like a bunch of LED lights that only you can read because it's in binary, then you done fucked up somewhere. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, friendo. I'm looking at the picture of the watch. I don't know what it means. If it I can't shoots a hologram watch. into the sky and then you have to read it on the ceiling, then you have, you have <laughs> slipped up somewhere fashion-wise. It, it, I, in my as opinion, a, as a fashion item, as a bracelet, it's very good looking. As a functional timepiece, I, I don't. Understand. If you can play a I Tiger Electronics it. game on it, then whoopsie, <laughs> you you goofed. I, in my opinion, the only good watch is one that also makes phone calls and is an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Because what are you doing? You know what I did? What? I got. I needed one when I did all my international traveling. Got on Amazon, bought a ten dollar, goddamn ten dollar watch from Casio, and it's little. It's black. It's discreet, and it tells you what the time is with twelve numbers. This is this is where I get a little bit mad at fashion. Okay, and it is this idea of like the funk. The watch is a functional thing. Like you buy it so you know what time it is. Whether you buy a ten dollar Casio watch or like a four thousand dollar watch, it does the exact same. Okay, but, but this that's is a crazy thing, Travis, because that's like that's all of fashion. A, we wear shirts ba- so that bees don't sting us in the chest when we go outside. <laughs> and then the shirts but get yeah, a potato sack would accomplish that. Right, same thing. shirts get cr- then shirts got crazy. Shirts got crazy they after that, we wore them. I know. This is what I'm saying is my problem like with fashion. And now dragons and like fake tattoos $300 on $300 for a shirt that looks like a shirt you buy at Goodwill, except you get to say you spent $300 on it and you bought it at such and such store. Yeah, dog. That's fashion. Yes, but Griffin, why are you screaming at me like I'm not agreeing with you? Because it's like you're surprised by this. Like we wear shoes so that when we go outside, dogs don't bite us on the feet and give us diseases. This is a problem, Travis, that I would like to file under – I I think – my, my theory on these problems are if an entire generation of people have lived before you and been unable to solve this issue, ah, it's enough. not worth thinking sure. about. I know that what you I'm just saying have is not incredibly it. revolutionary. <laughs> that was the it's, best – that was the most uplifting thing I've ever – that was – if you could wrap up the entirety of our generation's political views into one sentence, it would be that thing – or if presented even shorter. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. What's on the internet? What, fuck it. I'm going to, back to the question asker, here's what I think your friends were reacting to on this watch. I get the impression that you bought this watch, that you, what, what drew you to it as a fashion statement is how incomprehensible it is. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think your friends were looking at it going, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know what I'm looking at. And so, I mean, if that's what you were going for, you nailed it. Slam dunk. I get Well, the other thing is, like, you you probably, if they if three people have commented on your watch, then you probably said, hey, look at my new watch. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, what do you think of this new watch? It's like, don't do that. Just wear it. If you like it, wear it. But don't ask people for feedback. 
Because they're just jealous of you. Mm-hmm. They're jealous of you and your incomprehensible watch. If your watch has letters on it, you know what I mean. The watch, okay, for those of you at home, the watch face has three Try words on it. Try to describe it. it. Okay, it's got three words on it. Uh, to the left is past, to the right is future, and in the middle is present, with a line pointing up to what looks like two dials that show the hour and minute. I, I don't think it's a... I think the watch face spins behind this this facade, and so the, t- the actual numbers line up with the present line instead of having lines... I'm so angry right now. And it also looks like because... I don't understand. It's a... Your watch confuses and scares me, sir. I think... I think it's not too late to return it and maybe get this watch I got. It's on Amazon. It's ten dollars. It's the little black dress of wrist watches. That was the Amazon review, and that's why I bought it. You know what I mean? I feel bad for dad. Used to I feel bad for calculator watch. I don't want to salt this guy's fashion game, but I just want you to have nice things. And I don't. Here's oh okay. So here's what I'll say about this fashion watch, sir. If you're wearing this out to like some incredibly fancy, awesome event. I could I could justify it like a special occasion like the cufflinks of watches I could justify it. <laughs> what are you saying? I'm saying that like if he was going to some you know fancy event and this was his special occasion watch, but to wear this every day when you like go to work hold, at hold. Jimmy John's or whatever, don't fucking wear this. You're watch. saying that this crazy watch is a cool <laughs> thing to wear to parties, and then you can be like, "Hey, Mr. President, did you see my novelty watch?" No, I'm saying that if it's a fashion statement and this is what you're doing and that's what you're going for, this isn't something you whip out your wrist and say, check out this watch. You just wear it and you be cool and you do it. I guess it is functional because it hides all the times that you don't give a fuck about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever like, yeah. hey, what time was it an hour and a half ago? And you look down at your watch like, I can't help you, buddy. I only know about the present. <laughs> I'm keeping that fe- I'm keeping looking towards you know the what future. I want? YOLO. My eyes are on that horizon. I want a watch like this, but it only tells me what's up 20 minutes in the future. And they say, what time is it? You say, oh, I don't God. know, but in 20 minutes, it's 11.45. And then that's I got to go watch Early Edition. Mm-hmm. Later. That's what, Loop- that's what that Looper is about. Looper. Man, have you guys seen Looper? Not I haven't yet. seen Looper. Looper. good, man. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is a rising action star. I am the president of a student organization at my college. We recently got a new batch of members, mostly girls, and some of them are cute. One in particular has caught my attention. Normally, I'd just ask her out, but I feel like my position in the org would make it weird. Is there a conflict of interest here? Any help would be appreciated. That's from Stumped in San let Marcos. Me, before we start, let me go ahead and say that if you ever say we got a big group of girls and one in particular caught my eye, it also <laughs> makes you sound like John Wayne Gacy. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things you can say that makes you sound like a serial killer. I would like to take a vote on the show, but... I would like to I would like to submit and I don't know if I can get a second on this but I would like to submit that the most important facet of this has been withheld from us to the extent that we cannot make adequate it's what is the organization what is the organization is it is it pizza team the team of people who team, love pizza of course not you don't want to mess with all the rules and bylaws of pizza team is it Pizza Club? No, I mean, Pizza I, I, Club. Like, that's different. <laughs> I mean, seriously, is it like, is it a club that's built around um, the abolishment of fraternization between the different sexes of students? Like, is that's, it like a that's, have, club? that's a hey, weird club. That's a weird club. Stop touching, dudes and dudes is that an with dudes and ladies team? with ladies. I thought I told you. Is there still, like, there's like, yeah, you got student council. There's presidents and vice presidents in college. Are you like the president of the student body? Like, because that might be Cause, an issue. Oh, oh, but it's such a great line to be like, I'd love to be the president oh. of your student body. And then, ah, that is a good and then you uh, yeah, take off your shirt. Is it is it a GLBT group? Because I don't think it, things are going to go I your way. I do not way. think you said those letters right. G A G L do do. I think you said a G B L T. GBLT, which is a McDLT. I'm sorry. It's a BLT, but with graham crackers on it. Yeah, it keeps the hot side hot and the cold side cold, which is nice. Gross. Um, I was saying gross about the sandwich, not about the L L T G B lifestyle. L G L G B T. Why do 
I don't know why it has to be about ranking. Yeah. Priority, you know? Like, as long as you get all the letters in there, people know what you're yeah. talking about. You could say some of them twice if you wanted to. It's like, and then yeah. it just turns into, LG. It turns into DNA. <laughs> it's a G-L-B-T-L-L-J-B-T. G-L-B-L-T-L-B-T-A. Whoa. Gattaca. Um, Whoa. It's got to be, I don't, I don't know, man. There's no way that you're not exploiting your power. <laughs> What power? Of the pr- the fucking presidential power. Okay, but, like, I'm sorry, you guys, but is there not a point in this where you go, hey, man, you should just ask the girl out because you're in college and whatever no, group you're be- in doesn't really matter? Here's, here's how it's going to play out. You ask her out. She says yes, obviously. You guys hook up. You go on a bunch of dates. You realize you're in love. You buy her a ring. You have a long engagement. You get married. You have kids. And then you realize 45 years in the future that she was only doing it because she was trying to move up the ladder of whatever this organization was. And it's going to break Ugh. your heart. It's going to break your kids' hearts. And, and your grandkids. And your grandkids' hearts. So wouldn't that be horrifying when you're uh, 67 to realize that it was only because you were president of the Young Liberals Club? Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know. I think if it's Young Liberals Club, I feel like everybody's fucking anyway. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I feel like most... other groups are there in college? I don't even know. I feel like most groups are just there to party down on each other. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I think student government they are association. Built for student government association. When it's like election season, tensions are high. So oh, are God. pheromones. Mm-hmm. A lot of late nights. Mm-hmm. You know. A lot of lot of uh, you know sitting around the war the war table, and then mm-hmm. just throw yeah. all the pieces off that war table, and then have a f- make a fuck pile. My f- favorite scene in '90s documentary, The War Room, is the scene where uh, George Stephanopoulos just buries his cock in James Garfield. Oh my god. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. I like me likey. It's on the Blu-ray. Blu-ray deleted scene. I really just got dizzy. <laughs> I got dizzy. Because all the blood rushed to your erection. Can I can I say there was some part of my brain that I thought was dead <laughs> as I tried to make my way through that uh whole phrase, that entire clause was trying to shut me down. It was like like a, trying to hold back the tide, though. It's like when the nothing. bulkheads start to shut down as the ship sinks. And he's like, you oh, woke- lost all the guys <laughs> exactly. engineering. You woke it, up yeah. and a part of your brain that made you realize that you were gay, but only for James Carville, which is very <laughs> unfortunate because that, that, that dream probably ain't going to come true. Yeah, that ship done sailed. Hey, listen, thank you so much for listening to our comedy podcast. What am I supposed uh, we- to do with this boner now? Because there's nothing I can do with it. I have got. It's a not like there's fucking occasion. James. I can, there's not like there's James Carvel porn on the internet. I can't even close my eyes and imagine what that dude looks like naked. I just imagine there's baldness everywhere. <laughs> it's just every. He's just all. It's just all elbows. I just it's imagine just he fucks elbows. with Louisiana charm. <laughs> and nice it's just angles everywhere mm-hmm. inexplicably. It's like fucking like a Van Gogh painting or something. Hey. So anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening to our show. Um, thank you so much to people tweeting about it. They're using the MBMBAM hashtag. Uh, people like Radioactive Jedi, Bransonatron, Roscott, uh, Sir Seahorse, Bed Hugs, Ass Renovator, yes. <laughs> Fox what? and Stars, uh, Angered Falcon, MC Getting, Jessa Linzo, Hillary Thinks, and so, so much more. I would uh, like to just give a shout out to Iggy K, who drank three trash monkeys before moving. Not immediately after did he move, but the next morning, which I'm sure was just awful. Um, Ugh, you're a fool, pissed. sir, and you've done it so, so wrong. I don't think uh, I've drank three trash monkeys in my life. We also have a Facebook group that has thousands of members, and you should join. Holy shit, really? Also, like, yeah, we've got uh, nearly 4,000 members. Uh, We're basically uh, bigger than Jesus. It's basically better than Jesus. Go to Facebook, search MBNBAM, and you'll uh, you'll find that group and 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 hear uh, see a bunch of people talking about my brother, my brother, and me. You can also do the same thing on the forums, maximumfun.org. People are discussing per- the sh- shows and things they like, and it's a great community. So you uh, I just looked up Jesus on Facebook. He's got four point eight million likes. We're on the way. Like we, we're we're like one tenth of a percent on the way. You gotta start somewhere. I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure 
off the album putting the days to bed thank you john Roderick. he'll be at max FunCon east which i believe is next month um i don't know what session he's giving but maybe artisanal beard growing or um how to write the fucking rockinest songs that there are but make sure you sign up for it if you're going to that we have an exciting uh uh promotion coming up max fun day october 15th mark your calendar uh, take just take off work because it is a take off work because it's holiday. gonna get it's gonna get crazy mm-hmm. so um we're gonna have some uh, special stuff i think we're gonna have a special bonus app for donors so you can get twice twice your flow it's gonna be huge and fun and there's gonna be giveaways and fun crap so so be there uh this final yahoo answer was sent in by aurora case thank you aurora it's by yahoo answers user mr dang who asks is it okay for a dang 30 year old man to watch goosebumps (laughs) (laughs) i'm justin mcelroy i'm travis i'm griffin mcelroy this has been my brother my brother may kiss your dad square on the lips Your heart, three stacks, keep your heart, hey, keep your heart, three stacks, keep your heart, man, these girls are smart, three stacks, these girls are smart, play your part. <laughs>